So I crashed my motorcycle back when I was 16. Yeah. Um, and this is the story of how that happened. Did you do so? Did you do motocross or or uh... no, 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 no? I never did motocross. Um, I never did dirt biking or anything like that. I had like a motorcycle. Wow. Um, I think it was a it was a it was a victory if I remember correctly. Ooh, um, okay, cool. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything to like write home about or anything like that. But I remember it was. I was like one of the first couple times I was riding it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was out with my dad and we were riding together and he did this thing where he like he sped up. And apparently the way he says it is that he says that he sped up so he could keep me in his rearview mirrors. But I thought it was him trying to be like, come on, motherfucker, like, let's see if you can really open her up and everything like that. So I open her up and I try to catch up to him. And then he takes a turn. And I didn't realize the turn's coming. Oh, so I tried to lean into the turn and everything like that. And the the bike had uh, floorboards instead of pegs. And it catches on the on the thing. And I just go down hard. Wow. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I skidded a little bit. And I like I definitely like hit my helmet, like ran, ran along the, uh, the ground for a little bit there, too. And I remember like getting up and off. And like the pipe was on my leg a little bit. But I had pants on, so that was pretty decent. But I didn't have like that strong of a jacket on. Mm-hmm. So it did take tear up my jacket a little bit and there's a guy raking his lawn who like ran over and was like oh my god are you okay are you okay and like it was okay like i, I had some road rash and stuff but i wasn't like too beaten up but i still like ha- was definitely dizzy and a little out of it because like all of a sudden i was going like 40 miles per hour on the fucking street on my head so <laughs> yeah dude so that's how you, out of it so that's why Devin. in case uh anyone needs to get the visual of what Devin looks like he actually just <laughs> looks like two-faced and this is the reason why. Got a big there's, old there's, Harvey Dent like in his so forehead. There's one part of him that was a meat crayon for about 40 feet. And then there is... <laughs> yeah! Yeah. And you know so, what? Okay, go on ahead. Sorry. The last part of the story is great. I had to ride the bike home because, of course, you're on a motorcycle. Like, how else are you going to get it home? And my dad was like, you have two choices. You can either wait here and I can ride home, get the truck, come back, pick you up, come back, get the bike, so on and so forth. He's like, or you can just ride it home. And I was like, I'll fucking ride it home, man. So I rode the bike home. And I got I got to the very end of my driveway and I like remember I remember kicking the kickstand down and like getting off the bike and like walking two steps up the, up the hill to my driveway and then just like bam face down on the floor uh, face down on the ground just like knocked out. Next thing I know I'm in my bed I'm all bandaged up and stuff like that. Apparently they took me to like the hospital or something and I'm I'm reading a book like upside down like I'm completely fucking out of it. I'm just like, nice. So Jesus. that is the story of <laughs> my motorcycle crash. That's that's how you know the drugs are working, though. Um, yeah, when you completely <laughs> fucking don't remember anything. Yeah, it's like how you don't oh, you man. forget how to read, you forget your name, and then do you? I think it would have been more impressive if you were able to read the book upside down and backwards. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> well, it's like those people who have strokes and just suddenly learn German, like you know, <laughs> or like people who read anime or manga, whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. Read anime? Yeah, I guess yeah, you, you have know. to read anime yeah. if you're. Yeah, no, I guess manga because you read it backwards and everything, and then ah. you know when you, you know, the the certain the special ones with the the boys tennis teams they unfold and stuff, and you have to like hold them aside. Anyways, <clears throat> Jake, roll the tape. Come on, in, baby, you gotta tell somebody about how the famous Jet Jackson was in Johnny Tsunami. It's about to start now. We wanna tell you what we think. And all our dancing from smart house and played in from great. Disaster, your favorite excuse to embrace
No, I love the uh yeah man. I love my I love myself a good like sports <laughs> manga. Like like they always get so sad and sappy, you know, and, and Yeah, name one. Um God, well, uh, Yuki Yuri on Ice. Yuri on Ice. Yeah, yeah hey, fuck you. Fuck you. I put I'm putting I uh, listen, I put I I put you on the stand. You you came through. I withdraw. No, there was that tennis one too that I I can't remember the name of, and and like all the all the racing ones like initial D and shit. Like I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, fuck you. Yes. I, I was a weeb hey, once. Fuck me. And then I grew once. up. You damn retired it. as a weeb. You retired as a weeb. Yeah, I retired as a weeb the minute I cashed in my V card. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nick's gonna grab the collar of his shirt, like pull it down a little bit. There's gonna be like a W brand underneath his collar and stuff. Yeah, like, this, means, <laughs> this means dub well, not no, welcome. No, actually, there, there is a knife right here. There is a knife right here. <laughs> this is the decom disaster, uh, a podcast every week where I, John Ribeiro, oh god, and my pal Devin. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> What did someone hand you a bag of marshmallows I, or something, or or, or what? Like I'm just imagining you. Like you get, you get the jiffy. Have, you get, I didn't have a joke. I was just you saying, get the oh, jiffy man. puff right oh, in front of you. And my pal Davey. I too uh, was a weeb. I uh, also had a silk Yu-Gi-Oh shirt, as some of you may now know. <laughs> Never forget. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course, man. Straight was it from the made from the realm. wall scrolls of the people you killed? Um, show their friend nick a disney channel original movie he has never seen before yeah man i i'm okay with weebs i like i i don't know i kind of hate weebs but i also kind of love them like i don't know you 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 feel like you have the only way you get out of being a weeb is is and just becoming the average anime fan is by having people who are very patient with you you know and like love you and 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 coax you from that period where you're wearing fi- shirts with flames on them and <laughs> slicking your hair back. There's nothing wrong shit. with a flame shirt, sir. There is absolutely something wrong with a flame shirt. I'm buddy, sorry. Buddy, me. The, well, you want to know what the outfit me of and the, the three wolves on my shirt tend to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, what was the like the everyday outfit of the weeb in growing up in the South, right? Um, it was it was a uh, the flame shirt of some kind or maybe like some vaguely risque shirt of like ladies and cl- ladies and like bathing suits and shit that were drawn by someone who airbrushed on the side of a van <laughs> and a uh, anime themed big dog shirt. Oh. That was the uh, <laughs> do you guys yeah, remember big dogs? <laughs> they still yep. sell shirts. I yes, also had yes, a variation yes. <laughs> of a big dog shirt that Devin loved that was like Marvel superheroes. Aww. I fucking love that shirt. I have such vivid memories of you in that shirt from middle school. Holy oh man, shit. my my dad bought me a uh, a a shirt back when they had the otters at the uh, the muse- at the aquarium in Boston, and uh, it, it had it had the otters doing the Star Wars poster. Like, That's I don't so I don't fun. know why that was great, but that was just so cute, man. I thought it was so fun. So we're getting big dogs to do all of our merch, right? Yes, exactly. 
Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I can't wait well, to see. Like, of- if you want to see what Devin's uh, merch looks like for this channel, I highly recommend you watch Army of the Dead and you see the zombie tiger or lion or whatever. That is Devin because he's got like half the face, you know, because he got to the crash. <laughs> so, well, uh, speaking of what we used to wear in the early 2000s, um, we are watching what today, Devin? Uh, my motocross to bear. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're watching motocross. Yeah, apparently everyone. shirts with i've been informed by my wife that shirts with flames are cool now yeah yeah your yes. wife gets oh. it oh yeah your wife understands it's a cool wife right there the shirt with flames on stays on in bed fully buttoned god i look like an 11 if you wear one of those things i don't care how cool you are whether or not your name is grimes or whatever you are instantaneously the most annoying 11 year old <laughs> at the cookout <laughs> the, 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 the first time we get together to record this in person i'm 100 wearing that i'm wearing like a full Fieri tuxedo <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm i'm gonna show up like uh like the uh like will ferrell and john c Riley and step brothers just full tuxedo with the with the nike kicks to the job interview Actually, I think it's a great idea for Devin's wedding if we were all wearing tuxedos that had flames on it because it was easily, easily going to be the least expensive tuxedo rental that we're ever going to do. <laughs> Turns out it's been available all year. Yeah, no, I'm I'm going full dumb and dumber with someone in the podcast. We're going we're going orange and blue. <laughs> orange and baby blue. Please do. Oh god. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so the fun facts for this episode. Um, this episode, actually, I didn't do the fun facts. Uh, our own, own Ronathan Jabiro did the uh, fun oh, facts. Oh, wow. So that was big. Would you, would you like to take us through the, these fun facts? Would you like to, yeah, would you like to be I'll, our uh, Sherpa? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll Sherp us. I'll Sherp up. Sherp up. Um, yeah. Sherp? Uh, make, sure we, uh, make sure you hit those little, the little spinning prayer, prayer things on the way out, you know? Yeah. And have good luck. <laughs> um. So in terms of fun facts uh, for Motocross, uh, this movie was directed by Steve Boyum. You might remember him from previous episodes. He's directed Johnny Tsunami, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, and Stepsister from Ooh. Planet Weird. The best decom. Yeah. Yep. And this is the last decom he's directed. Boyum. Uh, That's what I have to say. Yep. And uh, let's see. One, uh, one weird thing I found uh, searching through Wikipedia uh, for fun facts, is that almost the entire main cast has appeared on Seventh Heaven. Uh, God bless them. Uh, that uh, that apparently filming that was like poor them. Man. Okay, at times and horrible almost always if you were under the age of fifteen. Um, yeah, this is some. We're going into some dark territory here, John. I think we probably should yeah. avoid it. <laughs> not yeah, that we're just going to skirt it by. Not, we're going to wave at it and never talk about it yeah, again. No, and next up, because <laughs> I got to say, Seventh Heaven is basically it was basically like. Like finding that shit out when you were 2015 about the father in seventh in seventh heaven was like yep. like basically the Woody Allen story for a mm-hmm. certain group of like 90s and early aughts evangelicals, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's it was awful. Yeah, it's Bill Cosby for Southern racists. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. God, what a um, bizarre I, situation that was, too. Just thinking dude, about it, I like it. Just never gets brought up in my home because half the time it's there's also there's a lot of like fundamentalist Christian denialism surrounding that too. Um, because just God forbid anything associated with Christianity uh, ever be depicted in a bad light. Um, John, reading your film facts here is frankly like like reading the the captions of the end of Animal House. 
Like, <laughs> like they're they're very impressive. I feel like we should be doing these at the end while like fucking uh, uh, simple. I, know, I made plays. them so goddamn big. I'm so sorry, um, but I promise that I will talk fast. <laughs> Don't you forget about me? You know. So uh, next up no, is um, no, no, uh, Mary Margaret Humes. You're gonna find that a lot of these fun facts I literally copy and pasted from Wikipedia. Um, exactly. Mary Margaret Humes. She played the mom in this movie. Uh, turns out that she was actually uh, Miss Florida um, at uh, in 1975. She she won the Miss Florida uh, USA pageant and was the third runner up. Uh, to the uh, Miss USA pageant. And uh, she peaked in her television career, I guess, most notably uh, as the mom uh, in Dawson's Creek. And uh, for like five years of that. Yeah, man. Dawson's um, Creek single-handedly saved the economy of William uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Because <laughs> yeah. they filmed it down there. That and One Tree Hill. I visited the set of One Tree Hill. <laughs> No shit. In high school, yeah, because uh, they had because uh, we went to uh, like when we were when I was in a film class, we took a, a road a day road trip to to visit and walk around all that and stuff like that. And man, what a sad set at that studios. This is goofy. <laughs> it was a goofy ass place. Anyway, uh, so Alana uh, Alana Austin, she plays our title character Andy, aka Andrea. Uh, and she was scheduled to appear um, in an unproduced movie based on the Monster Jam tour, uh, which would have acted as the sequel to Motocrossed. Is she an actual? And, well, here's a question I have, because I think she did another Motocross movie. She well. did a couple of she them, did. actually. Yep. Yeah. So would she, yep. was she the kind of person who did her own stunts? Was she a writer? I have found nothing saying that, at least on her Wikipedia and it, she doesn't look like it doesn't look like she's done everything professionally in terms of writing. If I am wrong, listeners, you can feel free to let me know. Um, I will acknowledge it, I guess, somewhere. I don't care. Um, but kind of like John Cena, you know, he yeah, just has a yeah. fetishism of Marines and, you know. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and he apparently can <laughs> uh, ask kiss and fluent Mandarin. That's impressive. <laughs> and so um turns out Pizza. when she was uh when she signed on to play this movie, she thought that she would be wearing a wig. Uh she was wrong. She was actually required to cut her fucking hair. So uh the hair we see here is 100% legit. Yep, exactly. Uh, and I'll tell you this too. I I have to say she probably went to the same hairstylist that Spike did, Buffy. Yeah, like that's the, you, you, those bleach bond spi- uh, spike tips. You know, nothing says nothing says I'm an albino hedgehog like doing that. You get one haircut when you come to me. I got the one picture. <laughs> it, it, it turns around and it's just a picture of Billy Idol. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sting from Dune. Yes, exactly. Well, Sting probably yeah. Sting probably would have been the first, but but who cares? Who cares? I. Like I, I dare you to put Sting and Billy Idol in a lineup next to each other and see how many American white people know the difference. And I bet <laughs> that's no one under the age of 30. <laughs> so Scott Tara, uh, who played the little mechanic Stop brother in this, uh, easily. But you're wrong. I don't care that I'm wrong. Stop. <laughs> she just texted me to tell me that Spike's hair isn't spiked. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. And so Scott Tara, uh, the little brother, um, he peaked in his acting career uh, when he was in 2002's Eight-Legged Freaks. You mean a rock attack? And, 
<laughs> no, that's the original title um, of the movie. It was a rack attack. Right. I did not know that. And I actually that, never watched Eight Legged mm, Freaks. So Eight Legged so, Freaks mm. was originally supposed to come out in 2001 in a certain month called October. And I believe mm. that was the case. But they wound up punting it for a full like year and a half almost because uh, of the title, because it being named Iraq Attack, because yeah, they didn't yeah. want to go with the Sadat. Like, even though it's like Iraq, like Arachnid. Yeah, we didn't want to leave too many yeah. clues yeah. that uh, that 2003 was going to bring. Yeah, just exactly. going around and saying it and like hearing it on like radio promos being like, Iraq attack this Friday. Yeah, like, if, you, oh, if you really... Oh. <laughs> yeah, really? You that think, soon? Shit, I'm not that prepared. No, yeah, exactly. No, if you think people are straight up triggered by mask stuff at the moment and whatnot, you should have tried saying shit like that back in 2002 because you would have gotten your ass beat. Goddamn. <laughs> like, no shit. Like, seriously, people were... You would have gotten a hell yeah, brother. From the wrong person. That's why they, the other name was 9-11 to 11-legged <laughs> freak. Sorry. No, and uh, he also played uh, young Matt Murdock in 2003's Daredevil. What a career. Uh, in, yeah. Um, and then there's Riley Smith, who plays the main love interest. Uh, he was also in Eight-Legged Freaks. And he was also in Bring It On, another teen movie. And he uh, played um, in radio as the team star and the ringleader of bullying the shit out of Cuba Gooding Jr., um, if you recall that part in radio. Uh, and let's see. Uh, and he was handpicked, uh, along with Jared Padalecki, by Mary-Kate and, Ol- and Ashley Olsen uh, to play the love interests in New York Minute and admitted that he could not fucking tell them apart. And especially now, no one can. Excuse me, I think you're forgetting someone. You cannot, mm. n- you cannot mention New York Minute without also bringing up Eugene Levy's phenomenal performance. In that yeah. Film. <laughs> well, I'm happy you did. Yeah, well, I, I had to because you didn't. So, <laughs> man. All right, Devin, you take it away. This is your job. <clears throat> All right, let's get into it. So, uh, we open up with a kind of strange back and forth kind of mini montage with a cheerleading set. Uh, or a cheerleading competition and someone just absolutely ripping up some of that sweet mulch narnar on the dirt track. <laughs> um, and it comes to find out that these are actually two of our, our, our main family members here. This is Andrea, who was in the cheer off, and Andrew, uh, the one who was ripping up that dirt. Uh, they're twins. Now it's we also ex- have... Well, it's like an exceptionally shitty motorcycle track, too. Like, it's it's just really bad like it's like when people say that they're gonna dig themselves a pool and whatnot and they wind up just filling a whole giant hole in the ground with water you know unpaved on anything you know they got a tarp in there exactly bringing your property values down i bet their neighbors fucking love them yeah they even actually have they have a comment later on between mom and dad about how the uh homeowners association like is gonna have a fit or something like that yeah, how the uh, fuck did they get away with that with an HOA? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, straight away. <laughs> like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Your the entire surrounding of your house looks like it hasn't been finished yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it literally looks like a place where like cavemen fuck. <laughs> like, you know, it's not exactly a great a great spot to be in. And like, we're not talking about like a good spot. Like, we're talking about like 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 two cavemen who like shouldn't be doing this and like they've met up in, like in the middle of the night you know like the one like the reeds yeah you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh, this is ugh, romantic ugh. the boardwalk thinks we should not be doing this Ugh, but it feels so right it feels so right dog 
<laughs> Og cannot quit Og. Thank you. I was trying to, I couldn't get it out. Couldn't get it out. All right. Bunga bunga back I'll tell you, there's no clubbing required to consummate the love between those two cavemen. Just just absolute passion in the middle of the La Bria tar pits. If you go down there today, if you go down there today, you will you will you will sink in there and you will find two cavemen fucking just as 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 you get to the bottom right next to like a T-Rex and the body of Jimmy Hoffa. And like as that happens, a little fucking shit kid like hit kids to jump on a fucking motocross bike and just <laughs> All right. Hey, Brokeback just ain't the title. What was ha- was what was happening? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Ooh, Broke Brokeback was actually the sedimentary process converting them into oil. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> All right. So, also, mom and dad are both in the picture here. Um. So already we don't we can't ring the the dead decom parent bell. Sadly, but the other alert we can actually officially do this. I think this is one of the first times we have had this alert. It's a hot decom couple alert. Do they swing? Are they looking for uh, a third? We don't uh, know. But what the fuck are you talking about? You would you would allow yourself to be the meat in that sandwich, my man? Are, are, are you kidding me? I didn't say, I didn't say that. I didn't you say would, that. Okay, so you would be the ham and cheese in their ham and cheese. I'm I'm not saying exactly what what ingredient I am. I I mean, obviously, you're not a piece of bread. Like if you're if you're if you're talking about them as a couple, man, you can raw dog. You you could you you can you could be a piece of bread and be at it, you know. But you're still also, only. This is- and not to, more of an open face sandwich. Exactly. <laughs> also, not not to chime in at the, uh, for that's the wrong. What, that's reasons, why sex rules. But, um, it's because it's an open face sandwich. Exactly, Davey. That's what I realized just right now. It's like I love an open face sandwich. Good old meatloaf sandwich. A good old Thanksgiving sandwich when it's done right, where you got to eat it off the plate and you got that all soaking in all that gravy and bits and whatnot. I mean, it's fantastic. I've never why thought about my like mattress that fuck way. The sandwich. God damn it. Why wouldn't right. I? Just put your dick in it. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's called a hot uh, dog, John. It's not a sandwich. You know, it, yeah, no, it's called the Genoa salami <laughs> in Italian. <laughs> so, so maybe they're not. My protest is, is that this is my protest is that you think that this is the hottest decom couple we run across. No, maybe I don't know. I don't the dad, know. Maybe the, not the dad looks like the fucking dean in Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. Like, no. Maybe they're not. This is up for the listeners to actually fully describe. We'll do an Instagram poll later on and find out what the listeners feel like. Dad the, looks the, like the, the youth mom pastor. and dad from Twas the Night was hotter than yes, this. Yes, I agree. Dad, barely in it. Dad looks like he's about to get fired from his job as a youth pastor. Like, because he's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> taking the high school, upper high schooler girls out on dates, like, and showing him his Camaro and shit. Riding around. On, no, he's on the definitely bike pastor age. He's more pastor, pastor. He's no, he's the youth pastor. No, 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 no. He he pastors over the youths, sir. He's not a youth pastor. He's not a young pastor. He's a pastor of youth. Oh, I see. So, yeah, except he's not the, he's like the one before they evolved into the guitar guy. You know what oh, I mean? I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pastors of Youth sound like a really shitty Christian rock band by a bunch of like Christian dads. <laughs> He's probably the frontman, you fucking idiot. Like, that, <laughs> like I agree. I Pastors agree. I agree. I'm going to smash the 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 hot decom mom button here because I believe this lady is like she lo- reminds me a lot of uh, uh, Jamie Presley. Frankly, she's very yeah. pretty. Oh, cool. right. So. Maybe they're not the hottest couple. I, you know, again, it's for other people to decide. But 
There's also a younger brother named Jason in the mix. He's good at fixing shit or something. I don't know. No one gives a fuck about the youngest kid. No one ever does. So yeah. they say Grace. But wait, which, wait, 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 wait. We gotta we gotta establish the conflict. Remember, we got the they they come in and they win the cheer off and they show the trophy right and nobody cares. The brother seems to care. He's like, hey, I love this trophy. This is a great trophy, younger sister. Congratulations. But no, not younger sister, twin. Younger twin young, sister. A twin sister, excuse me. Yes, you're right. You're right. And that is exactly why dad doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. He just wants his kid to get back on his track because he's got child actor syndrome about his kid. He, he wants them to be the most. He does. He wants them to be famous. He sees them as a path to fame and fortune. And uh, yeah. It's weird how this dad's an asshole still, and he gets what he wants anyway. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. He gets double of what he wants. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it actually all really works out for him. It really works yeah, out maybe for that's, him. Maybe that's the reason why they never ended up finishing producing that Monster Jam uh, movie, because they found uh, they just found the son with, like, a needle in his arm, like, in the... In the restroom, just and it's the it's the kid so that it's, it's the, the race the ignored so. younger brother actually, uh, yeah. oh. who, who took to shooting castor oil in order to get over his issues. No, oh. <laughs> castor oil, the official the official oil of decom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, they say grace, which I think, other than the Jewish b-ball movie, is one of the only times we've seen like grace or anything like that being said. <laughs> Before me, you know? to establish that this is the South. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't remember anything else, but yeah, you could actually practically hear the 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 Michael W. Smith post nine eleven songs echoing through the arena at that point. Yeah. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> so while they're talking over dinner, uh, they they also reestablish that dad is dad's just an asshole. You know, he he asks, he only asks about racing. He only cares about the motocross stuff. When mom tries to bring up other things, he like redirects the conversation. Um, it's just, he's not a great guy. Um, the next day, mom and dad go out for the whole day and leave the kids all alone. And the twins decide to have a race, even though they know dad's going to freak out. And there's a nice little racing scene. And the music in all of the racing scenes are fucking, ins- are really killer. This first one here is like some POD meets 311 bullshit. Like some kind of like heavy distortion, a <laughs> right. little bit of bass. It's like, it's got a groove to it, though. It's good. It's good. Well, yeah, it's very much like Quake 2 mod music screen, like like title screen music. You know, like when you get the map back yes, yes. off yep. off Kaza, and you're like, "All right, that, I'm going exact, into it." That's exactly what I'm looking for, you know. Yep. Yeah, uh, but let's also remember that our our girl, uh, she's very a very talented writer in her own right. But dad, dad don't want it. Dad don't want her to be on that track. No way. I think in term, I think in terms of like with this is like she's clearly holding her own against her brother, but like one definitely has more hours on the track than the other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's definitely more of an ex- of like an experience well, rather than a talent. And issue. she's also wearing it, it, the boots that are too too big for her. Yeah, you could actually oh, have right. this yep. this uh, yeah. you could actually have this done like in educated families in the 18th century about reading and writing. Just set this oh, 200 yeah. years earlier, and you're, yeah. you're you're trying to get through your letters racing. You know. Yep. Yep. Or even in William Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Which I mean, there's a play. I'm this really... is <laughs> shut the fuck up. John. Which play is this based on? <laughs> Is this is this based on Twelve Night? Yeah. God damn it! Yep. I, could, I I didn't remember if it was based on um uh, as you like it or or this. I couldn't remember because they're both involved oh, yeah. cross dressing, right? 
This yeah, that's, uh, cross-dressing was like Shakespeare's <laughs> number one comedy feature. Yeah, so I think about, I, I just think about that, that my mind went to that instead of Twelfth Night, which is, you know, interesting. No, that, that's entirely fair, uh, to be honest with you, because one of them's a better play. <laughs> this wait, is obviously John, also, the leer of DCOMs, though. I mean, no, hold on, wait, I see there's a, there's, a, there's a fun fact that John missed out here. This is actually, this was originally supposed to be um, a sequel to Mrs. Doubtfire, where Mrs. Doubtfire joined a biker gang? What? <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> Wild hogs came early. Fiestine, Javi, brother, I got these guys. You got to meet Theron. No, I, you want to know something? <laughs> I, I actually found a autographed uh, rap slash script book of uh, old dogs in the uh, you know the Travolta Robin Williams movie yeah. at the Strand yeah. Bookstore in New York City. It was ten dollars, and it was in the autograph room. And I wish every day that I'd bought it. It was hilarious. Oh, Goddamn, dude. <laughs> Who signed it? Was it Seth Green? I believe it was just Seth Green, uh, like on the gorilla page when he's getting yeah. molested by the giant gorilla. Yeah. Oh. All, All right. right. So during the race, Andrew totally beefs it and he dislocates his name. Uh, oh, bro, I'm broken, man. <laughs> uh, and I appreciate the time accurate uh, term of beefs. Yeah. yeah I, there's a couple other time accurate terms I threw in there. I made sure. Uh, and so dad is, I don't, I don't like how you said that when you, what do you mean by time accurate terms? Are you going to use the F slur and the R slur at this point? Cause I, I'm pretty this sure movie it takes place in 2001, not 1901. Oh, okay. Dad's upset clear, obviously, because his, his boy, his, his, his boy, my boy, he's hurt and he <laughs> needs to go find a replacement. And apparently all of the other good writers in the U S have already been taken up. So he needs to go to Europe. That's right. He has to go to Europe for their inferior athletes because all of the other racers have been clear taken up by the amazing U S athletes. Oh shit. I fucked that a whole thing up. I think, Oh fuck it. I don't care. So no, I, this doesn't make any fucking sense to me, first of all. Like, if there's one thing we have a surplus of, it is people who know how to ride motocross in comparison to Europe. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, why are you going, why are you doing, why are you, like, outsourcing this shit like you're trying to build a fucking Formula One team, which I understand going to Europe for. But it's just yeah, weird. Like, it also, like... How do you even have the money for that? You know, yeah, like, it's a total rich what, guy move too. Yeah, and like, mind you, he quit his job and then went to Europe to do this. Like, oh, I think what? I missed that fact. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It, oh yeah, it's yeah. like quickly mentioned. I also forgot the fact that this motherfucker just fucked off to Europe too. Like on top he, he of that, he yada yadas for yeah, me. You want to know? Yeah. He's like, he's yeah. like, yeah, 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 I'll see you later. I'll tell kids. you exactly <laughs> what happens while he's in Europe, and it's actually in the sequel to this movie, uh, Last Motocross in Paris. <laughs> where, he shoves where, butter up in his oh yeah where where he hits he hits one turn and then he ends up being like he ends up falling down and next thing you know he's riding next to Ernest Hemingway that's we a midnight in Paris Joe yeah womp womp yeah we were making Bert, we were <laughs> Davey and I are over here making Bernardo Bertolucci jokes and you're making Woody Allen jokes from the one movie Woody Allen movie that played at your multiplex Yes. Good job, John. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just fucking joking, John. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. It's shit on John Day. No one. Exactly. No, it wasn't on the calendar, but we all knew exactly. what day it was. Exactly. <laughs> Up one, one John joke. It's shit on John. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. 
Oh, man. Sounds like I'm peeing, but I'm just filling my border box. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not an episode of Decom Disaster if I don't take one thing personally. Yeah, none of this <laughs> stuff makes any sense, though. Like, the whole thing, like, uh, do, you mind if I, do you mind if I go to the next point in making my case? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, look, Andrea offers to ride it instead, right? It's Carson racing. It should be Carson racing. You know, she exclaims, as you so helpfully wrote, Devin. And, like, who cares? Are you really in the professional circuit at this point? Are you in the super pro circuit that requires, like, sponsors, that requires backers? Or are you, like, doing scrappy AAA shit here? Like, I don't know. It just feels really strange. Like, how I, I obviously were criticizing the accuracy of a DCOM movie to how believable it is. And that's a fool's errand, you know. But... It's just weird. Well, one of the things is one of the things is too. It's hard. It's I, well, at least I felt it set up in the beginning, like that their family or at least has some reputability in this business. Mm-hmm. Not not to the they'd probably still be around the underdog, but I feel like they still had a name on the scene. But then I feel like throughout, as it grows goes on, it's just like oh no, they have nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's established <laughs> later on, like and the mom explains that it was actually. Um, like they met like mom and dad met on the track because dad was a racer and she was a cheer girl. And it's just like, so you started a business in motocrossing because you did it. And then God, can you imagine you how feathered her hair investors? was? <laughs> yeah. like, I just, I just, it, it just occurred to me. They're like out there listening to like Sammy Hagar's heavy metal as he like pulls in the track, looking like a fucking Budweiser ad from 1987. <laughs> <laughs> God, those are the days. Hair metal and leather, working out at the end of the night. It all cooked together. Yep. So, all right, let's keep going because we got forty-one minutes on this. We um, we're gonna get into a part here about dad. Dad blames himself about letting her ride and getting an interest in motocross he has a line where he's just like i should have stopped this earlier when i could have and he's clearly a fucking sexist cock knuckle uh there's just no way around it um, so speaking about like this isn't that what bell's dad says to her in beauty and the beast when she's like learning how to read like no, i should have never i should have never what, like, let you lead that's what like all of the <laughs> other people say to her but like no bell's dad bell's dad's supportive okay all right i just couldn't remember just couldn't remember. Yeah, no. Everyone else in the everyone else in the story is like, "What the fuck is this girl up to?" And Gaston literally like picks the book up and is like, "How do you read this? <laughs> There's no <laughs> pictures in here." Well, that's the thing. You just never look between the lines because I actually think that Gaston's just a just a discerning book critic. He's actually just <laughs> how the fuck Mayweather. can you read this? Is more just a comment on it. Than, Holy than shit! No, 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 no! Davies, you, you missed on, Davies joke. Gaston is the seventeenth-century uh, French Floyd Mayweather. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> on his earth to do two things: hunting and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh <All right>. boy! <clears throat> so Dash is just, like I said. He's a he's just he's a cock knuckle, and he treats her really shittily. And he's just not. A, he, I don't. I'm not. No one here is a fan of what he's doing. Um, but hey, plus side, uh, she got tickets to go see in sync, which is pretty cool. That's a huge get back in 2001. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, the racing commission though, surprisingly has moved the first race up two weeks, making it this coming Saturday instead, which is kind of an issue for everyone. Yep. Cause they, you know, that was unplanned dads in um, Europe, you know, much like all these kids have been too, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, dads in Europe, you know, everything's screwed up brother's injured he won't be able to be back on the bike in time so 
Yep, and your only other rider happens to have a vagina, and you know can't can't have that on the track. Can't do, no. can't, can't do that. John, did you you said you had some science behind that, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, so uh, some some weird. I wouldn't call it science, um, but certainly the dudes back then did. Um, so like back in like the 1890s when uh, when bicycling. This is going to be a fun history fact for everybody. Uh, in the 1890s, when bicycling um, became the big craze because it actually became more commercially available to. Uh, most Americans uh, and Europeans um, biking was the like was like a weird feminist upstart uh, for the movement for like the second wave feminism, because now you gave all these women uh, the chance to like have to be able to leave their house to have mobility, you know, and they could leave and then just come back and they could actually meet up with each other and shit. Um, and there was so much goddamn outrage like, I cannot express to you enough some of the shit that I read of, like, of doctors and people who actually had no medical background saying, like, women cannot ride bicycles. Their uteruses will fall out. They will be eviscerated on the sh I shit you not. I, I shit you not, America. They, are, they would say everything about how the vibrations of pedaling, the strenuous exercise, that if a woman was not a goddamn porcelain like American girl doll in the corner, just collecting dust that they will literally shatter and die. Do you think that in the song queen song, fat bottom girls, when he yells, get on your bikes and ride. Do you think that, that, that when Freddie says that is supposed to be a reference to like that movement and everything? Probably not. Cause I imagine it's probably more of a reference to like the song. He other song he has bicycle. Um, but probably, you know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I just, you know, just, maybe I'm looking too deep. What I'm trying to say is if that someone didn't put two wheels on a metal bar and figure out how to pedal it, we would not have had the 19th Amendment until after 1945. Yeah, and we wouldn't have had uh, cigarette companies making uh, <laughs> Ladies Can Smoke Two marches as well, yep. uh, which really happened <laughs> to try and break down the cultural stereotypes of, of smoking cigarettes, women not smoking cigarettes in the 1920s. Yep. And it worked. And it worked. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it was, smoking was considered a, a feminist thing to do. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yep. Nothing right. like Flepper's getting love cancer, lung cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So Andrea takes like kind of like internalizes and like takes the blame all on her. She's like, all of this is my fault. I'm the reason this is all happening. And that's 100 percent like a product of her cockknuckle father being a cockknuckle mm. um, and just being shitty. So I don't I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't blame it on her, but that's just me. Um, <clears throat> the next day she goes out to the local track and she sees some boys and they go racing and the boys basically run her off the track. Um, the riders are actually fucking Jeremy McGrath, Travis Pastrana and Steve Flamps. Oh my God. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Oh As my it turns God. out, all, they all had cameos in this fucking wow. movie. So wait, up on that. wait, so yeah. the riders are actually fucking that fun. them? Are they just groupies? No, the, the writers are actually like Travis Pastrada, Jeremy oh. McGrath, and Steve Lansom, like the fucking three most famous motocross dudes of the time. Yeah, dude. Remember when that one guy got basically like killed on an episode of Nitro Circus? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they, they had a couple of those. Uh, the fellow who was in the wheelchair, didn't he get severely injured at some point uh, in addition to uh, that? Uh, Stephen Hawking. No, no. There was a fellow in the Nitro Circus cats who got injured grievously on an episode of Nitro Circus, <clears throat> though he was already in a wheelchair. Uh, I just remember huh. that. That's all I know about Travis Pastrana, aside from him being a totally failed NASCAR driver. 
Um, I you should have seen him in fucking X Games because like I've seen him flip a Subaru a Subaru WRX and then just continue going to win the goddamn race. I I, like, I he believe straight I, up he straight up landed on the he <laughs> landed on his bumper, ended up doing a goddamn flip and then just finished the race in like the 2006 X Games. When I hear flipped Subaru, I normally think about Jeremy Piven's eighth DUI. <laughs> not 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 about the X Games. That, that's fair. That's fair. So. <laughs> <laughs> so at dinner that night mom sees andrea's uh road rash and she kind of questions it a little bit and she covers it up with like a super lame excuse like this isn't this isn't like spider-man like toby mcguire at the dinner table with willem dafoe being like how'd you cut down peter like but this is <laughs> this is pretty bad Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, quote unquote, so we're going to, this is, this is when something's going to kick in. We have, we have two Andy's now we're going to have quote unquote Andy with an I, and we're going to have Andy. Okay. So oh, the next God. day, so the next day, Andy with an I goes into the gear store <laughs> and is actually a little weird with the clerk. Okay. And then we see Andy, <laughs> Andy with an I asks where the boots are and they go over there. And as they go over there, Andy with a Y with the crutches because he hurt himself comes in. So Andy with the crutches talks to the clerk who seems to be like huffing air filter cleaner or some shit. And then he <laughs> goes to the bathroom and then Andy with an I comes up with, with the clerk with the boots. And now the clerk's really confused. And then mom comes in and then and, as Andy with an I is trying to leave, but then she ends up, they end up ducking down an aisle instead. And everyone's getting really confused. And one of the Andys needs boots and the other one doesn't. I'm probably just as confused as the store clerk. And I'm just going to, you know, just... <laughs> Yeah, I, I Devin's taking a big old hit off his vape right now, and I'll tell you this right now: I basically just felt like I had a stroke. I actually, <laughs> I feel like watching the scene okay. was a little easier than that for for that. But yeah, I yeah, gotta I say, thought, one, I thought the uh, not, I thought the motorcycle Devin. accident <laughs> it was just like nothing. Yeah, Devin, I thought Devin, the uh, whoa, I thought the motorcycle accident that you had that you mentioned in the beginning of the show uh, was what was giving you Forrest Whitaker eye. But uh, I kind of see that we need to call an ambulance today like i have to tell you like that like watching it happen i i can understand is like normal but reading it written down man what a fucking complicated sequence of events it's yeah try literally trying to explain and that's not even everything that really happens and stuff like that's just like the the beef of it um but i I just love how andy when with an eye is in the store she's acting the whole time like she's about to mug the place like she's about to pull out a gun and, and, and like rob this fuck. Like, yeah, just give me everything in the register, bro. And, and the boots. Yeah. I'll take the boots. What? Yeah. Like, like with a backwards baseball cap on trying to hide the hair and those fucking Oakley's like, good Lord. Like she, I bet she bought those at the base of the fucking empire state building from some dude on the street. Cause that was the way you got those Oakley's back in 2000. Yeah. Mm hmm. Not Oakley's, different brand. They're called Moakley's. <laughs> You'll love them. Yeah, they're called Jokley's. Yeah, the only time you ever see anyone wearing Oakley's like that is when they're about to make a rant in their truck about how these snowflakes <laughs> just don't understand <laughs> or what this about country to, is all about. Or they're about to cry over a Cleveland Browns playoff loss. I mean, like, that's, that's really it. <laughs> They're, those are all the same guys. <laughs> it's, the the same same guy. it's always it's some guy dude. in shitty Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> yep. And he probably makes more money than all of us combined, which is the, really the saddest part of all this. Yeah. <laughs> Got yeah, a big out. ass truck, big house, crying about yeah. snowflakes in his truck. 
Anyway. Yeah, but you know what? He also lives in fucking Cleveland, so fuck That's him. true. He uh, probably has a really nice, co- like, like you know, cost of living nice space. <laughs> you know? Like, he probably can afford, like, actually afford, like, all that shit on, like, a salary, a contractor's salary. You know? Listeners, if you are from or currently living in Ohio, I uh, just want to apologize and hope you uh, make it out safe. Ohio's fantastic. What are you talking about? I fucking hate Ohio. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's it. That's it. That, that's the list. That's All the right. list. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's some strong words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I don't think. I don't strong think I can do the podcast anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, think, really? think back okay. what you said about Ohio. All right. So Andy I, with the crutches like runs no Ohio, into Andy right? who turns <laughs> into Ohio. Kidding. <laughs> so, so yeah, Andy with the crutches runs into Andy with an eye and it turns out to be Andrea. Oh, big reveal. Uh, oh, blah, 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 blah. And so she explains, she's like, no, I'm trying to be you so I can race and I'm trying to here to get boots. And Andy is not really into the idea of her doing this. He's like, no, you can't you can't be me. I'm I'm me. You can't be me. Um, <clears throat> later that night, mom is starting to catch on that something's up. And Andy and Jason make some comments that don't really help, though, like saying about like, hey, you should check out her new outfits. Yeah. Like you won't even recognize her. <laughs> um. Mm. I was so hoping that there would have been like there, there was going to be a subplot that came out where just based on how excited and he was about the cheering at the beginning, he's like, all right, well, I'm going to fill in for her and do some cheerleading. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Swapping and finding their real passion. I got to yeah. tell you, her love interest would have had the most confused boner at the end of this film if that were the case. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so later, mom shakes uh, Jason down for whatever he knows and she breaks him. Uh, because you know that's just that's how she, how she is. Uh, to quote Jason later on, she goes, oh, she, she could work for the CIA." Um, she later catches Andy, quote unquote, trying to get ready for the race with uh, with the, the store clerk from earlier, uh, who has to apparently wear three different types of glasses to drive. So that's funny. and makes house calls, which is really cool. Um, Jason. I just, I just like good service whenever it's presented to me. You fuckheads! <laughs> no, that's no, that's no. I agree no, with just, you. It's just that's the commentary I expected you to provide. <laughs> I know we're all like, all yeah, right, yeah, 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 we, we, yeah, we agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah, nothing to comment on that. Cool, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy you feel like that. Yeah. None of these millennials want to work anymore, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jason, Jason brings up uh, some good points where he's just like, hey, maybe. Maybe she should be able to to race like we were we were learning in school about like women's suffrages and how women should be able to do what they want and so on and so forth. And, you know, just basically being your vagina won't fall out if you ride a bike. Yeah, just like basically a decent human being. And mom's response is basically shut up and go upstairs. Um, (laughs) And then later on, like she and like, yeah, what is this? What is this fucking Unabomber rant you've got down here, man? That's not. That's that's for that's 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 for that's for internal use. Just crude drawings. That's internal use only. Um, What the fuck, Devin? (laughs) Like I'm sitting here, like trying to like trying to figure out whether or not I need to call a SWAT team to your house. Yeah, it's a small cabin out in the woods in Montana. Montana. I want to live though. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I know. And we're holding you back by making you do this podcast. Uh, well, they're uh, actually legalization of weeds holding him back. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's the main yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, Joe. Make it happen. All right. So mom confronts Andrea later on because she's kind of come to a realization. She's like, God damn it. Jason's right. 
And she goes and says, you know, I really want to know the truth. Do you want to do this because you feel bad or do you want to do this because you want to race? And Andrea's kind of like, and there's a little bit of both. So mom's like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. Go for it. Chase, let's, let's, let's chase the dream. Let's, let's go for it. Let's do it. So honestly, I will say if she's, if she replied back, I want to do this because fuck dad. I would still think that's 100% valid. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck what dad said. Dad's a piece of shit. I'm going to race just to spite him. 100% okay with that as a character motivation. Yep. Uh, so they get. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Right. I mean, I, I mean it's kind of like, eh, what he doesn't know won't hurt him yeah, is, exactly. you know, a variation besides, of that. Besides, being a kick-ass motocross star is, is much better than, you know, like burning down a 7-Eleven or doing heroin. So, yeah. And those are her, o- her otherwise. Cool. Yeah. Those are otherwise your only two options. <laughs> yeah. The the Disney the Disney show, uh the Disney Channel movie. How I burned down my neighborhood gas station. Yeah, Herbert Selby's motocross. <laughs> <laughs> Requiem for a motocross dream. Yeah. Exactly. Uh so they get to the Phil Rollins Cup. Is Phil Rollins supposed to be someone famous? Am I supposed to know who Phil Rollins is? You don't know Phil Rollins. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, I just, I, in terms of fun facts, I did not get the chance to Google that one. No, it is fantastic that you had to work so hard to not say Phil Collins Rupp. Because <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. So, um, Andy, Andy, when she when they pull up there, gets made fun of for bringing their mom and having their nails painted, and they make up a quick excuse like, "Oh, it helps absorb the shocks or something, bro." Uh, bye. Yeah, why would um, you if you're trying to impersonate being a guy? Why would you forget to take off the nail polish? Like, it's like it's almost like there's this like, I feel like if there was some sort of like liquid, like some sort of alcohol solution, like. Like a remover, like a nail polish remover. That <laughs> well, you it's could like, use. It, well, exactly. All you have to do is find the nearest diabetic going into ketosis and ask them to breathe <laughs> on your fingernails. Because it's acetone. <laughs> yeah, I just keep, I keep, oh I keep one in my closet, and every time I finish using it, he just looks at the camera and goes, "It's a living." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So Andy, <laughs> Andy's approached by someone from the uh, from the company that's running the cup, and they want to interview them. They're like, "Oh man, we're so excited to ha- have you here. We're doing all uh, we're doing under the helmet pr- uh, profiles for all the races." Yeah, my boss is tough but fair. But all I want to do is find could, out. Could you tell by my big binder? <laughs> yeah. All I want to do is find out exactly who is the man behind the helmet. And it turns out the man with the iron mask was Leonardo DiCaprio the entire time. Damn. Oh, I thought you were what? about to make a she's the man reference. No. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, basically. Right. She's the bike, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's the womp womp. <laughs> so Andy, Andy tells mom to wait, wait back and watch the race from like afar back at the picnic bench and everything. So they don't get any, she, she, they don't get any heat from the other racers because no one else has their mom at the starting line. Mom, you're going to look like a girl if I'm up there racing, rooting for me. It's going to be like you're going to show me love and affection. I mean, God, all these <clears throat> fucking losers, all the, all the. Mom, get rid of the gel pens and the Lisa Frankfurt. <laughs> <you're gonna find laughs> mom's just, mom's just standing there like clumsily putting like tampons into a box. 
like just just you know back in the box like it's shotgun shells <laughs> just just i'm trying to think of the most the most aggressively unmasculine things you could do that would hey baby do everything feel nothing exactly no like but i'm thinking like i'm thinking like things that would make like boys re- recoil at that age um i don't know maybe she's like planting a herb garden or organizing spices on a spice rack her husband made her or uh i don't know these are all cooking things well i I guess there'd be anime stuff i mean most things are related to cooking like if you really think about it most things are related to cooking like why why do we have power why do we have gas you know why is why is half of massachusetts going to explode in the next six months it's because we've got an ancient gas line Running through Ooh, our what the fuck are we talking about? How did we get here? Yeah, I, are we uh, John. About, man? <laughs> yeah, this is not my beautiful cross. <laughs> 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 We're going on. This is not it, my beautiful John Ramirez Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> How did I get here? No, we just listeners. I had an Adderall earlier today. If you're wondering why I'm a little bit spicy, it's because my heart's beating like he's just like focused, mad. man. <laughs> I'm actually entirely here, but I'm not here. Yeah, and I took my Adderall today too, and I'm I'm just I'm just free associating because yeah, it's you're just funny. vibing. I'm yeah, just looking I'm for not. I'm just looking for laughs. I'm looking for laughs in all the wrong places, much like Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, second act, boys. So the race starts, and Andy starts a little too early and gets their uh, t- their tire caught in the gate. Yeah, she needs to release X faster, or else you're just going to burn out next to Princess Peach and Toad. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so Andy gets lapped like twice, and she can't can't keep up with the other, the rest of the racers, and they sadly finish in last place. So when Andy gets back with to the trailer, it's swarming with girls, uh, which all of the other boys are pretty jealous of, and they think maybe we can get Andy to show like show us the moves. And wait, wait a second. Why is the why is it swimming with girls again? I just uh, beca- I, because before I think it's because before she went on the track, um, Andy's mom like there was a like a race girl like one of like the oh, race yes, cheerleaders yes. and like they were doing their nails and now they're like oh my god that we all want our nails done by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like she chipped she chipped a nail and then mom helped out and then she's like great I'm going to take advantage of this welfare and have everyone come over exactly it's like fuck you cheer girl but. I guess it worked out. It's like how you can never just bring a like a dozen donuts to a function involving like 12 people because everyone's yeah. going to eat, you know, once you eat two donuts and there's always going to be someone who doesn't have two donuts. So you always have to bring 24 or more. Yeah, so. it's actually a, a fun way in order to uh, get your local state representative to uh, actually <laughs> talk to you if they're avoiding you. Bring in 36 donuts, put them in the uh, rec room in the state house and every fucking soul in the state house will come towards it like a goddamn piranha smelling exactly hey, did you and hear they have donuts in the rec room yeah and if you yeah, and no, it, so i'll it tell you what if you warms. if you if you do it just right and get the right blend of powdered sugar and drano no one will notice that they're being poisoned <laughs> <laughs> hey, i'm gonna cut that just so they're not on a very <laughs> specific nah, list now nah, children children you start talking like it's like the last kid from jones <laughs> I know you want to pass this legislation. Help your brother eat the jelly donut. Help your brother eat the chocolate eclair. 
Goddamn, guys, I'm trying to go to Japan. Oh, in and they are all Boston fucking... creams. You better bet if I ever go, I'm going to yeah, give pork to my fucking like congressman, my state congressman. I'm going to go in there with nothing but Boston <laughs> creams. <laughs> Only going in there. I'm just going like, hey, I'm from Boston. Have you heard? Yeah, the Boston creams, they're a big favorite around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I, I want to go take a shit in the Omni Parker house so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have after a, after a whiskey oh, tasting. Fantastic. Not fantastic. Bad. Best, best shit I've ever had. Four, four Do stars. they have bidets there? Because I would. I think this is the kind of place that has no. a bidet. But you think they'd have a tushy? <laughs> <but> they <don't. laughs> no, instead they just have Asa Akira there the telling you how bidet great a bidet would be. Bedaster. They have those. They have those great like casino closet bathrooms where they're like, yeah, do your drugs in peace, losers. Like you know, what no, I mean? they just have like a little per- they just have like a little a little guy who's like next to the toilet and he has a mouthful of water and he spits it up into your asshole and he looks into the camera and goes, "It's a living." <laughs> the scene between Dean and his like his mechanic there is um probably one of the most obvious giveaways like you're watching something from Shakespeare because it feels just so Shakespearean the way they go back and forth and everything uh, I, I personally kind of liked it uh, he crew but Dean crushes the first race of the day and everything and afterwards he goes over to talk to Andy after the interview he asks how Andy's so good with girls and they just kind of say it's like a thing, you know, they just always, always have been. Uh, Dean then offers to bring Andy along to check some stuff out back at the trailer. Uh, Dean brings Andy to check out the gear and they explain that if he wins, you know, he can get the factory support, which makes his bikes better and so on and so forth, which is, you know, anyone who's trying to succeed would, would be looking for. Um, the boss shows up who ends up looking like an old Biff Tannen from fucking Back to the Future. And he yells at Dean and gives him some shit for bringing Andy on the bus. Like, we don't bring anyone on the bus. Uh, don't mean, bring, yeah, exactly. Don't bring, the, don't bring right. the competition on the bus, which is he's right about. He is. Um, after Andy leaves, Dean kind of runs out after after them and admits that he has feelings for the boss's daughter, Farron. Uh, and Farron. And uh, we'll teach Aaron. <laughs> we'll teach Andy how to do motocross in exchange for Andy talking to her and putting in the good word for him. Um, Andy's like, ah, I can't, you know, you, I'm not even going to be at the next race due to some weird family stuff and just like dips the fuck out. I actually think that's how uh, Joe Kennedy sweet talked LBJ into letting JFK be at the top of the ticket was was like, yeah, you know, I'll help you with women. I'll get you a girl <laughs> if you let my dumb kid be on top of the ticket. All right. All right, Joe. I guess so. Have you tell me you got Marlena Dietrich's number still? <laughs> so at back of the family bus and the trailer, uh, mom opens up about her defining life moment and how that she's not going to let Andy give up and, and how she's going to keep supporting her throughout the cup. So Andy goes back and takes Dean up on her <laughs> offer. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you. I'll give you the short version of that speech real quick. So, yeah, there I was in the middle of Dallas, Texas, in 1963. <laughs> I was sitting, <laughs> there was I was sitting on top of a big patch of grass behind a fence, cocking my carbine revolver. I look up and I see this absolute dumbass just hanging out in the window of the Texas Book Depository. He gets off two shots and I have to finish this fucking gag. And somehow I get out of there. But ever since that day, I realized that, like, if you don't shoot your shot first, someone else is going to take it. 
Bravo. <laughs> Inspirational tips from the guy on the grassy knoll. Yeah. Put that on a poster next to Live, Laugh, Love, you cock. <laughs> I'll remember that for the Communist Manifesto that... Uh... Uh, communist manifesto. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> fucking Unabomber See, manifesto. Well, that's the thing. Fuck. When 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 the kid says she could have been CIA, he's actually alluding to the fact that she was CIA. Oh. So is, you, this is, like a, is this world also part of the uh, the world of Red and Red 2? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. So we get a really great montage um, with Andy and Dean uh, working out and not working out, but they're 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 practicing racing and stuff. Um, and they're going up and down the mountain. They're doing all the dirt biking stuff. And the lyrics to the song is like, sha la 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 it's, it's yeah, bleh, whatever. Um, and oh no, Andy's starting to fall for Dean. And she even says out loud, she's like, oh, he's so cute. And like, okay, cool. And they ride up to like a lake in the, in the mountains. Oh, what'd you say, bro? <laughs> and uh, Dean's like, let's go swimming. And he like, just like takes his shirt off and he's just like, come on, don't be a wuss. And then like, kind of like stands on the edge of the water. So Andy, not wanting to be a wuss. It just gets off and like runs up and pushes Dean into the lake. And then like she kind of jumps in after him, but like she's still wearing all of her clothes and everything like that. And like it's like what could only be described as a very possibly gay moment. Yeah, my favorite part was uh, was him getting off the bike and he's like, come on, take off your shirt. <laughs> it's very demanding. <laughs> Again, like it's this moment, like they both go in and everything like that, and like they both pop up, and like they're both just shoulders up, like just shoulder in the water, and like they look at each other for like just, just that, just that right amount of time. And yeah, that briefest like, moment, <clears throat> yeah, where you start feeling a little bit something that just his dick seems to be getting a little hard. About are you this. peeing? Because I'm peeing now. I'm peeing. I'm peeing now. Okay, Why is the good. water warm? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So at the at the mall, uh, Andy runs into Farron and tries to get some info from her as to like why she doesn't like Dean, what type of boy she does like, and it's pretty clear that Farron doesn't understand motocross and how it is the all important worlds to Dean. Alternatively, alternatively, Farron ain't Farron very well in the world of motocross. Oh, oh fuck you! <laughs> it, honestly, if, if a if a pun makes me mad, it's a good pun. So. Mm. Make sure that you know that when I tell, I tell you to go fuck yourself after you make a good one. Hmm. So. so Andy tries to hide in the bike trailer so they can spare Dean the pain of telling them that Farron is not right right for him. Uh, he ends up finding them anyways, and Andy just comes out and is just like, she's not right for you, dude. And But he protests. He continues on being like, no, man. Listen, she has a Pisces moon, and you are a Gemini rising. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, but she is a girl, and I'm a guy, and I want to get it, and that's how it's going to go. And Andy's, you know, a little like, oh, man. Oh. Aww. So even though, <laughs> but even though he doesn't get the answer that he was like really looking for when she tells him, Dean still agrees to keep training Andy because she was like, you know what? You did what you said you were going to do. I'm still going to hold up my end of the bargain. Bros, be, like bros for life. <laughs> and like Andy's like, yeah, bros, bros for life. Bros Man. before hoes. And then it's just like, at the end, it's like, bros be hoes? Bros be hoes. Bros be hoes. Bros for hoes. Bros be hoes. For each other. Bros you know, just a couple of just a couple of bros being dudes, just a couple of guys being being guys. You know, God, can you imagine just the absolute amount of like 
fucking shit that the fucking Pastrana and company were saying on this set. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Like, oh, boy. They had to keep them away from all the boom mics, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would have fucked up a take and said something truly offensive. Yeah. Oh, boy. So next race, Andy is a little bit more aggressive on the track, and this time they don't finish last, which is pretty good. Um, and on the way back... <clears throat> To the room, because uh, apparently there's a hotel that everyone's staying in. Andy finds Dean just eating alone, and he's bummed that he's just like, "Ugh, I'm never gonna have a chance with Fa- with Farron. This sucks." And um, if you want to see like the visual information, like the the visual motif, this is referencing. I highly recommend you go back and watch that video of David Hasselhoff eating a hamburger drunk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very strong energies. Yeah, both of them have very similar. Hey, Dad, why are you on the floor? Um, can you see I'm immediate um, hamburger? It's a delicious taste tasty beverage. I gotta say, like drunk eating a hamburger has never looked better, frankly. Than than, no. than when the Hoff did it. Oh, he, he he yeah, even drunk and sloppy and everything, he makes it look good. I don't exactly. know. Can't say exactly. it. Can't deny it, can't deny it. That is when a man thought I would he, still trust when he in my thought life. That when he thought he couldn't reach another peak, he found one. And it was at his kitchen floor. Hasselhoff is a series of peaks. There's no valleys. Yeah. It's just peaks. Yeah, yeah, just you, peaks. You know what? I'm actually pretty surprised we didn't try testing his blood because I'm pretty sure his blood is the antidote to COVID. So, <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's there the whole time. <laughs> we get another little mini race montage, and we also see that Dean and Andy get another plan together so they can get Farron. Uh, so next thing, you know, <laughs> they're putting a mob head out on him. <laughs> <laughs> they can get Farron. I'd be mean, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the phrasing joke, Devin. I'm sorry. There's just, I'm just picturing Farron sitting alone, eating French fries at a diner as, as, as the door slams with, uh, with, uh, Andy walking in there and just cutting to black, you know, <laughs> it's two gunshots. Oh, no, um, stop. Oh, that was the Sopranos. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when Hillary Clinton made a parody of that for 2008 campaign? No. Oh, my God. That <laughs> no. did yes. happen. I, uh, I don't remember much from the 2008 uh, campaign. They made, they made Bill Clinton eat <laughs> carrot sticks for that because they wouldn't let him have French fries. It was like way to way to it was like the way to start off the like. <laughs> and, um, um, yeah, it was goofy. Anyway. But uh, yeah, so Dean and Andy get together and he goes, yeah, boss. Yeah. When are we going to get the girl? Huh? When are we going to do it? (laughs) Shut up, you Dean. He's the little baby from Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Yes. Um, But as they're walking down to the racetrack one day, they are like kind of passing Farron and they talk just loudly enough. So Farron can hear that they have two tickets to see NSYNC, but Dean doesn't have anyone to go with. And so Farron's like, oh, well. I'll, I'll go with you. You got tickets? I'll go. I'll see CC and sync with you. Um, and it works. They go out and it's great. And then the next race, um, uh, Andy actually wins it and she, she gets on the podium, which is great. But then that cock knuckle of a fucking dad shows up and they tell him the show's over. Pack your shit. It's time to go home. He gets back and he's wearing like lederhosen. His suitcase is just covered in <laughs> stickers. And he's getting. I had fun on my familyless vacation and I come back. To Look, you. I'm back. If you believe I didn't fuck every single sex worker from coast to coast in the European Union, you have absolutely no idea what I'm doing in this family. But I believe that if you're not working on the night, you shouldn't be working on the bike. Oh my God. <laughs> 
Yeah, and he's like that'd carrying. Be, that'd be a weird, a weird point of of exception for it. It was like if you aren't prostituting House yourself, calls. you can't you can't get on the bike in order to ride to said calls. House calls. Yes, exactly. That's the thing, though. They're more liberal about Europe about motor transportation in Europe, anyway. I mean, here it's like somewhat way more dangerous but in europe where all the streets are fucking small shit like everybody's got a fucking scooter or something it's yeah i learned that when i watched the, the that's the name of the u2 song right when the streets are yes small. exactly <laughs> but yeah i learned that when i watched um when i watched uh, hillary duff risk her life on a moped in uh the lizzie mcguire movie which in- we will be doing a clubhouse episode on English scooter culture kicks ass, and if you have ever have any interest in it, I highly recommend watching Quadrophenia, the movie based off of the Who record of the same name, which is about, like, rival scooter gangs going up against each other in mod-era 60s London. Oh um, yeah. Nice. Yeah, scooters kick ass. You have, like, 50, like, like, the ones that have, like, 500 mirrors on them are so fucking cool. <laughs> All right. All right, Devin, you got 20 minutes or less in order to wrap this one. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Well, picking up, Dean comes by and he wants to rave to Andy about how well his night was with Farron, but Andy is crying because they have to leave and Dean just like is completely fucking oblivious to it, basically. He's like, oh, bro, bro, what's wrong? Oh, bro, you better hide those tears, bro. The rest of the race are going to eat you up, bro. Uh <laughs> They end up leaving, uh, like that, like like Dad said. Back at home, uh, CKD, which is now the shorthand term for Cock Knuckle Dad, um, yells <laughs> at Andy and Andrea about how about the switch and how it will co- how much it will cost him if it gets out. Not not anything well, else. Wait like, a second, I just realized something about this movie. Can Juana Man claim to be about Twelfth Night too? Like, like uh, I'm trying uh, to think about that now because yeah, now this is the second John Juana Man joke I've made with John. Uh, this past month, but yes. <laughs> uh, no, no, think about it. Like, uh, like we've got like what that's about a basketball player cross dressing to go to the WNBA, right? Yep, this is about mm-hmm. like the sort of same the same situation, I guess, but reverse. Like, yeah. I can understand why both cases are bad, but in this case, I can understand why it's bad because he's impersonating like she's impersonating her well, brother. With- I might be wrong about this because I don't read a lot of Shakespeare comedy uh, because, you know, other shit has come out since. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, only cool kids read tragedies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm on the emo side of the Shakespeare stuff. Um, but a lot of like a lot of like cross-dressing tropes uh, come from Shakespeare shit because he thought like he thought, yeah, put a woman in a man's role and then have a woman fall in love with the woman. Ha ha. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. You, the ethical quandary here for me is that he, she's impersonating her brother, not that she's pretending that she's a man. Yeah, know? it's not the gender part; it's the just the identity factor of it. Yeah, this whole which thing is, is the gender part. Well, no, I, I don't even think it's that totally because it's. I, I don't think it's the gender part totally because if it was a twin brother, it would be just as bad. If she were Christian Bale in the fucking Prestige, you know, it would be. You know, it would be bad. Um, but at least like the little brother didn't have to like kill himself like a three thousand times on stage in order to get yeah. to that point uh but yeah no like i i'm thinking like that's the thing that i feel about it like it's not really so much about the gender or the sex or whatever aspect of it although that's sort of a part of it but it's more just like i would be more concerned about the identity shit because you're like fucking with his record at that point yeah it's the fact that she's claiming to be another real person like it, yeah. like that's the thing is that like it's like yeah i got you 
yeah. So like, it's like when okay. MF so Doom. You're talking a bunch about the logistics. Of- you're talking about the logistics of actual identity thefts gotcha all right yeah if she made up that she was a different person and like went out there and did i wouldn't care yeah like that's how that that's how progress gets made sometimes like uh the 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 first woman who ran the boston marathon uh actually did that she registered as a man and then went out there and just started running with the people and had actually had dudes put like pushing runners who tried to stop her and stuff out of her way yeah so i remember that's the thing like registering under a fake name whatever that's absolutely cool. I just think it's weird when you start like, do you take those wins off of his book at that point? Yeah. Like, I think it's more just the logistics of it than than whether or not that is. And I think Dad would be pissed about that because his now three win racer is now a zero win racer. You know. Right. So <clears throat> but Dad sucks. He can fuck himself. Yeah. Yeah. And then Doc Knuckle Dad, CKD. Yeah, CKD then goes after he yells at the kids. He goes and he bitches at the wife. And this guy just fucking sucks. Top five shittiest decom dads. And yeah, I don't know why you want to fuck him. I, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, fucking the I see you. so Devin's the one uh, on the OKCupid profile is actually swiping right on the on the couple profiles, aren't you? Looking for a unicorn. <laughs> I saw your vibe from across. Yeah, whenever the room. they said that, whenever I saw the advertisement for uh for for the CBS TV show The Unicorn with Walton Goggins, every time I thought of that, I thought it was about like couples looking for threesomes. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so, so then, Cockerhole Dad he tries to ask his Jason, the youngest son. He's like, "Am I being hypocritical?" And I just I fucking hate it. Like, God, no. What do you know? Stop. Uh, so the next day, uh, the new French racer shows up, Rene Cartier. Ha ha, yeah, but I am actually a woman too. <laughs> <laughs> I am French. <laughs> and like he goes and he like kisses Andrea's like hand and like she's like clearly not into it. And then she makes a reference. She's like, I'm gonna lay the WWF SmackDown on him and like, oh hell yeah. And like this is definitely back in the <laughs> era of SmackDown when the arena the um right above the like where the wrestlers come out was the giant silver fist that looks like it was crashing yes. through the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like that is my favorite fucking era. Hey, boys, I too am also- Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Did we have Davey go and sable on us? <laughs> oh boy no i, oh, I my, my thing about that my thing about that is that the world world wildlife federation's just like and that's another one for our coffers every time they play this movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this uh this french bitch boy has 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 the nerve to take over andrea's room and have you guys ever seen the gumball rally uh that that yeah, movie yeah. this guy is basically roll julia uh, this guy, this guy movie. is basically like Sasha Baron Cohen watched this movie and just like, yes, this is what I will play in Talladega <laughs> Nights. Yeah, yeah John claude Van Gainsborough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they do some digging and then they find that Renee wasn't allowed to race anymore in the European leagues due to unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, and or like steroids. It, it was a repeated, repeated offense. And well, that's also- the thing. That's the thing. He was a, he was he got busted for horse testosterone but it was kind of a weird thing because he actually did eat it in ikea and that was back when they were still using horse meat for the meatballs god damn it and the next thing you know it just popped a test it's like it's like every time they have a ufc fighter gets popped for something it's like i ate the meat in brazil yeah or it's like poppy seeds (laughs) you gotta be careful about eating poppy seeds or else it's gonna show up as fucking heroin or whatever yeah yeah um so 
he also has this list of like demands and he's like, this is all the things I want done to the bike. And these are all the parts I want. And, oh, and he's just, he's just a fucking piece of shit. Um, and during practice, he even puts, pushes the bike too hard and he breaks the bike and like, it breaks down midair as he's like trying to come down off this jump. And he's like, oh, make sure you get that fixed. Oh, yeah. It's, he's <laughs> trying to emulate his great grandfather, the man who tried to test his parachute by jumping off the Eiffel Tower and and just just died <laughs> as soon as he hit the ground. It was the first like death ever. One of the first deaths ever filmed on a on a on a film camera. Uh, That's fucking yeah. Intense. That yeah, it's hilarious. That video is very funny, even though it should not be at all. Because um, this guy's basically just got this like overcoat that he stitched together. It's like everything you see in a cartoon when a lady falls down, you know, like jumps off something and their dress inflates and fit floats them down. He was trying to do that in person, except he was trying to do it from the observation deck of the eye of the of the Tour Eiffel, and and uh, what a yeah, idiot. Oh it really God. went about as well as you'd imagine. He got pancaked as soon as he hit the fucking ground. So Renee makes a shitty comment to Andrea while she's doing the dishes, like, oh, it's good to see you can help your family in a real way. And he's just like a real fucking asshole. And him and him and him and uh, CKD definitely deserve each other. Yeah. Um, If he's not ranting about Algerians or something at some point in this movie, he's definitely not a Frenchman. I uh, mean, yeah, because I mean, his his nickname is the tapeworm. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. I hate him. I, I, I hate I. But also like. Every once in a while, like, I feel like this guy is way more representative of, like, I don't know. I just think of, I think of different Frenchmen. I think of different attitudes. And this is, this is a man who would have collaborated. You know, this is a Vichy France motherfucker. Oh, right oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This is, this guy is a general petant. <laughs> yeah. He's a real, uh, real Napoleon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey. <clears throat> well, you're, you're a little confused, but you got the right spirit. Yeah, he's yeah. more like a he's more like a Napoleon three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, and that's and our one. girl that's Andrea is like the Joan of Arc. Yeah, <clears throat> still so confused, next, but yeah, okay. In the <laughs> next race, uh, Andrea sees Dean and Farron uh, walking up together, and they're holding hands, and she just freaks the fuck out because not only is she like, "Oh my god," the guy I like is holding hands with another girl, but also she's like, "Oh shit, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't see me because it might fuck up the whole ruse and everything." Um, <clears throat> Dean walks up and is pretty visibly confused after being introduced, um, to, to this, to Andrea, actually as Andrea, as, as Andy's sister. Um, and he's, and Andy, and, and Andy, Andy, yes. And he's experiencing some weird emotions and, you know, visibly, he's like visibly <laughs> confused. Um, what do you mean? So Renee win, win, wins that race and, but he fucks up another racer again, showing his, his sport, his poor sportsman like conduct. And uh, Andrea goes out to Dean's tent and gives him a few tweaks on the bike while there. She also sees Renee's at the trailer as well, talking to the boss who and she knows she knows that no, no outside racer is supposed to go inside the tent and talk to them later yeah, on. And, uh, wait a second. How are you going to give him some tweaks on his bike? Like, is, is she good at tips or like, I, yeah, I'm she, just thinking I'm just thinking like tweaks on the bike, man. They're doing a lot of meth, maybe. It's like a- <laughs> It's like a big nitrous tank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she like she like tells him to like put the the stock tweaks. like the stock exhaust back on or something. I don't know. Um, and later on, Renee ends up admitting that he was seeing how a real team operates. Um, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and mom, mom talks some sense into dad finally, and dad's like, oh, maybe I should probably go talk to uh, Andrea or Renee. And as he comes around the corner, he sees Renee push Andrea. And then he fires him right on the spot. And that's pretty much the only good thing he's ever going to fucking do. 
I have to tell you, though. I guess that was good. His response to seeing his daughter pushed, hey, you're not going to work for me anymore, and I'm not going to chase this any further. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> so, Dad and Andrea, after he fires uh, Renee, they start to have a heart-to-heart, and he's, you know, he's like, oh, I was just trying to keep my daughter safe. Uh, but, you know, he basically kind of forgets that she's a real person and has real wants and needs and dreams, and he should be able to let her pursue those things. Um, and he actually agrees to let her ride in the race. Uh, Jason gets to his moment in the sun and gets to fix the bikes, bikes really, really fast. Uh, Dean. Oh, we have a little brother. <laughs> oh, whoa, look at that. Yeah. Oh, shit. wow. <laughs> oh, he's here. He's Where the here. hell have and you been you, this And whole mind time. you, throughout the whole movie, the the it's been shown the little brother is trying to set like record timing, like mechanical fixes of engines and shit. And so, like, this is his fucking moment to shine. This is the only purpose he has in life. This is his uh, this is his shitty trivia or his specific stretch that he can do from Planet Terror. Yep. He's a one trick pony. And this is it. (laughs) This is his his time. And now we've also found out that uh, Dean and Farron have broken up and uh, Dean is really, really interested in Andy's sister. You know what I mean there? Uh, Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, man, she's like you, but like, you know, with Diddy's. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Dude, you gotta let me bang your sister. Um, and then the final race goes on, and it's going pretty well. And at first it's Andy and Renee, and then Renee basically does some dirty shit and pushes Andy back to the back of the pack. And she has to fight all of her way, her way all the way back up to the front. She finally catches up, but Renee is blocking until they can finally take the inside turn, Okay. And then they kind of weaving back and forth a little bit. And then Andy. Wait, uses, who hired Renee? Uh, Renee uh, gets hired by the rival company. Ah, OK. Um, yeah, because they're because they're fucking. Uh, it turns out that French guy like fucking destroyed their best, uh, their best racer. Who oh. We never actually saw yeah. like we never actually saw him take off his helmet or anything like that. He, so. You just keep on seeing Bartlett Bartlett wins. Yeah, so he so he replaces he, so Renee has replaced the guy he he busted out before, and so finally Andy fakes Renee out and pulls a little trick and he goes off the track at the last turn and Andy wins you know way to go, yay um, at, at the uh, at the little winner circle yay. there the couple the person from ESPN comes up and starts to interview them and Renee calls out Andy and goes oh you know this is not the Andy why don't you ask him yourself he is right behind you. And uh, this was the same race as is in Brink. And then Andrew comes forward as the real Andy <laughs> and Andrea comes out as herself. Oh, good. Um, and the shitty boss comes up and he's just like, girls can't race. The girls can't win. And mom p- pipes up and she's like, I knew there was something. Mom pipes up and she's just, oh, no, nope. Nothing in the rules to say you can't win or anything like that. Nothing says you can't be a girl in race. And, and literally pulling out the Airbud ending here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is 100% the Airbud ending. And so the shitty boss keeps trying to fight until finally the guy from beforehand, the guy who was interviewing people um, from the company, comes forward and he actually has the CEO of the factory with him who ends up being a lady herself and she not only gives Andrea her a contract but she gives her whole family a contract fantastic a few what seems to be a few days later Dean ends up coming back and asks to join their team and apologizing kind of for being a jerk when he first realized that she was actually a girl and being confused she makes a bet with him that they'll race, and if he can beat her, then uh, then she'll put him on the team. And then we got a nice little freeze frame ending of both of them in the air, and then that's it. It's over. That's it. Yeah, I like that he I like that he apologizes to getting gaslit. Yeah, right. yeah. That's, that's a fun ending. <laughs> 
hey, I'm real sorry that you fucking lied to me and pretended to be someone you weren't. You know, that was fucked up on my part. <laughs> <laughs> That's my right. Oh, boy. Okay, and at uh, at the end of the count, we say yay. Okay. Three, two, one. Yay! yay. You know, I just, I, I just got a Twitter notification telling me that uh, someone... Uh, Matched with Jerry O'Connell on Bumble in L.A. Cool. Like Ew. some. Wait, was it was that Jerry O'Connell or was it the dude from? No, it was Carlin? Jerry O'Connell. It really was Jerry O'Fucking Connell. Yep. That's why it's the note I believe we should end motocross on. Frankly, is 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 this yeah. person matching Jerry O'Connell? Who the fuck is Jerry O'Connell? Fucking Kangaroo Jack, dude. O'Connell. Like. He was the fat kid in Yeah, the guy on Sliders. Okay. Yep, yep. I love Sliders. That's a great show. Anyway, Motocross, it's done. Wait, wait, isn't he married to Rebecca? No, he used to be. That was John fucking Stamos, you idiot. (laughs) No, no, Jerry. All right, boys. All right, boys. Bring it it back. Bring it back. Who gives a fuck, dude? What do you think about this movie? We're gonna fuck about this. (laughs) 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 <laughs> all right so <clears throat> let's do it uh uh davy can you give us your your rating one to ten all right it, i'm gonna be honest the first half of this movie just sucks the soul out of your fucking body <laughs> and i don't mean that in like a cool way i mean in like a goddamn. this is horribly horribly taking my energy away from me this decom it's funny because i feel like it does get remembered as one of the like classic ones, and this wasn't one that like I loved when I was younger either, so I was it was definitely more of like a refresher going into it. But my God, I feel like I feel like it never really holds on to its own identity besides the chemistry between the two leads. So yeah, it's a film about being gay with your best friend, and that is absolutely okay. But I just wish it went there. Uh, no, I I wish it went there for other reasons. If it went there for other reasons, it'd get a much higher rating. <laughs> but because it is what it is, it's getting a three out of, Ooh. Out of you know what I mean? It's a three, three mouse ears. We've gotten stingier as we've gone yeah. on. I've noticed we've that. Got, I, I think what's happening is we're yeah, getting we're more jaded. bitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'd give this one like a six and a half, maybe a seven, depending on my mood. Probably a six and a half. Um, it's enjoyable. It's fun. Um, it's... It's like not anything like crazy special or anything like that. Like I said, there are a couple scenes that are are, are fun, like the shakes, the one that's a clearly a Shakespeare scene. But other than that, there's nothing really else to really go off of. Um, so yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I uh, give this a five out of ten. Um, I loved all the racing scenes. Um, I love Steve Boyum's uh, directing of action scenes, and um, I just thought like it's it's okay. Like it's definitely not the best for the for the time. It was like pretty. It's it's just a, it's a girl boss movie. Um, like for the for two thousand one. Um, this is yeah. This movie voted for Hillary. <laughs> yeah, this movie voted for Hillary Clinton. It's this is a um, this is a movie that would buy a nevertheless she persisted mug. Um, and yeah, it's the kind of movie that would keep a uh, 
five inch uh, Black Lives Matters, uh, you know, little tiny, teeny, tiny sign fence outside of their. No, no, it's, yeah. it's the slogan then, sign. It's the science is real in this house. Yeah. We believe science is real. News isn't fake or whatever. Like, you yeah. Know. And then and then proceed to vote against all of those things in their own town. <laughs> um, so this is this is that um, the only political message that this movie has is. um is fuck homeowners associations and um, girls should be able to ride motocross. But well, to be like, fair, fuck HOAs. They suck. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I didn't. I don't disagree with either one of those points. <laughs> I'm just saying that this movie <laughs> could have made bigger points. Exactly. Um, I would be curious to see, like to talk to kids who who were our age at the time that had gender dysphoria to see what they thought of a film like this though. Yep. I mean, oh, we're, 100%. I'm yeah. Of, yeah. Yeah. We should yeah. Uh, we should totally ask just, you know, the uh the four guys on this one podcast uh what they think. Um but yeah, it's uh it's a good it's a good movie for 2001. Yep. So 5 out of 10. Yeah, I'm I think I'm going to go 5 out of 10 too. I honestly think that like I I honestly want them to do the just go on do the trans remake of this shit. You know, where you've 100%. got fully, like you've got like fully like people questioning identities, yada, yada, yada. Just go ahead and make it and piss Caitlyn Jenner off. Like, good Lord. Like and, and every dumbass fucking Republican who's who's mad about potentially trans athletes competing in sports. You know, I don't even think for motorsport. I don't even I definitely don't even think like <laughs> yeah. that should be segregated at all. No, you know? totally by, not purely by weight class. By wait, what? By the weight, how much the car weighs, or no, how, much how, much, how much the person weighs? Because how much you weigh affects how much, how the bike how how the bike like interacts. Oh, I didn't know they had weight classes for motocross. Well, when they I were talking about the one twenty five and the two fifty, they're talking are, about those CCs. Are CCs. But, yeah, I, those but are usually engines. the bigger Even those aren't usually, dick sizes. <laughs> usually, the larger CC, the bigger the bike too. Um, but like, but again, like that's the that's but like that's the thing though. Like you can't usually it also usually bigger people can handle bigger bikes. Like you usually don't see someone like super small on a bigger bike either. So it's I don't know. Yeah, but like I agree. Like it should, it should anyone should be able to. License. Yeah, anyone should be able to fucking race. Like and especially with a race, it's like not something physical. Like it's not like there's no whatever. Yeah, we can get packed past like the years of Danica Patrick being the only person doing yeah. all this stuff yeah. like yeah 100 you know, good lord you can you you know there's nothing inherently different between how, how men and women drive no and that's like just such bullshit stereotyping or all that sort of stuff and so bring on that bring on that and you know and 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 uh I honestly hope you know that they would do something like that in the future you know even if it you know necessarily doesn't mean that everyone would be happy but I would be interested in, yeah, exactly. I would echo the sentiments here. I would, I would exactly love to hear about what people thought when they saw this movie because, hell yeah, man, this movie runs up to that line occasionally. It gets close, quite yeah. close, but sort of misses it. But I could see, I could see what I was trying to go for. First, yeah, exactly. You know, I, definitely, I it's see. definitely progressive for for two thousand one Disney. Yep, I mean, well, much as as much as Twelfth Night and As You Like It were progressive for, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, late. You know, 16th century England, and um, of course, in 16th century England, those a- those actors were all male for those and parts. All, you know, smallpox ridden. Yep. So or exactly. eunuchs. So either or. I'm happy. Either I'm or. happy that we've reached the point in uh in our film and acting, um, progressiveness that uh, we no longer make eunuchs. Me too, man. Me wait, too. I thought. Well, how? I can't wait. I can't wait till we how get do you back. Explain <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> 
Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. Tell me, so, when, so mm. when's your SNL tryout? <laughs> Next weekend. <laughs> oh. All right, All right Devin, what are we... Uh, get the fuck out of there. Um, Devin, what are we watching next week? Next week, we're watching Hounded. Hounded? Yeah, fuck. Hounded. I don't... That, no, Hounded sucks. <laughs> I have I no idea what this is it. about. Yep, I might Hounded. be walking into this one a little bit blind, Are we too. skipping this one? Do we want to skip this one? Ta- ta- no, so we are it, not skipping it this one. It's, ta- it's, ta- it's Taj yeah. Mahri, right? Taj yeah, Mahri. Taj Mahri. Right? And, uh, <laughs> I'm so excited and because Debbie fucking hates this. Look, I hated this when it came out, and I had horrible taste. You saw my Silk <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh shirt, okay? Like, come on. <laughs> All right, well, remember, it might have aged. It's like the flame shirt. It might be. It might be better twenty years on, as long as like yeah, might, like might have cir- might have circled it. back around. Um, anyways, folks, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you like us, uh, please follow us on Spotify and also follow us on Instagram. And uh, tell us your, tell your friends about us. Make sure you leave a review. That really helps us out on Apple Pods. Uh, and just let just let people know about us. You know. Um, and yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you get to check out all of our other episodes too. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you back here soon. All right. My cat is attacking pork rinds right now. I will be right back. (laughs) All right. Bye everyone. (laughs) Love you. Good night. You're all very cute. All right. Yep. I'm uh I'm good. I'm recording. I make bomb. I make kick ass potato salad. Like you fuckers need to come over some Thanksgiving, and uh and I will make you potato salad. Um. <laughs>